0: We're back for a new week of shows all about Dixie. Hello, this is y'all. I'm John. Good to have you back here. Hope your weekend went well as we get a new week of all things southern going for you just to give you an idea of what's coming up here on the y'all show this week we'll have a lot of good stuff here today we've got jerry short lined up later this show in the second hour in this hour later this hour we're gonna have a very special guest jason knall you might remember mr Nall coming on several times throughout the year talking a little golf well he has a new development and that new development is pureisgood.com and he's kind of the ceo of this new operation if you're looking for the perfect bath soap if you're looking for something to help you relax if you're looking for other things to make your life just go well pureisgood.com is worth checking out jason Nall is going to be coming by he's our new entrepreneur here in the south and he's going to be part of our Y'all Street Business Report later this hour. You don't want to miss out on that. Coming up on the Tuesday Y'all Show, we'll have our Barrister of Big 12, BBQ, <laughs> Big 12 and Barbecue, that is. Matt Herman's dropping by with a report. Wednesday, we've got our ACC report with Jonathan Leifheit plus our Music Row report from Precious Harris. Thursday, we'll look at some great festivals going on across the South. I'm hoping we can land an interview with a really cool festival that's going on outside of Atlanta in a couple of days. We don't have that confirmed, so I'm not going to tell them, tell you what festival it is, but uh, I think our people can get their people lined up, and we'll have that on Thursday. Also on Thursday, we're going to be talking SEC sports and books, and of course, come Friday, We'll have our two-hour all-college football show, the Y'all Kickoff Show. And that's what's lined up for you here as we wind down the month of September right here this week on the Y'all Show. Again, if you want to connect to us, our website is y'all.com. Our telephone number, 803-816-1170. You can find us on a couple of apps. If you have a smartphone or an iPad, search for Y'all on the iHeartRadio app, the Apple Podcast app, or the TuneIn radio app search for y'all show and it'll be right there awaiting your fingertips to hit like or subscribe it's free and you'll be all set to listen to our show of course we're also available on great radio stations across the south appreciate all of you who are listening to us that way and we're just growing and growing like kudzu although kudzu not quite growing quite as strong now as it would have been a couple of months ago it's about to all die luckily that's one good thing about the fall coming and winter is the death of kudzu but Trust me, it'll be right back and going as soon as it can in 2020. Let's talk a little Mother Nature to start our news headlines on today's Y'all Show. And we now know at least five deaths have been linked to the storm that walloped the Houston, Texas area this past weekend as a tropical cyclone came into the area and brought widespread damage and it came in to the area kind of unexpected. Hundreds of homes and other buildings in the Houston area, and this extended from the city all the way to the Louisiana border. They were damaged by this storm, Amelda, At one time, a tropical storm that slowly churned across this area, dumping more than 40 inches of rain in some spots, and blamed again for these five deaths. In Harris County, where Houston is, they were trying to determine if millions of dollars in uninsured losses were enough to trigger a federal disaster declaration, authorities raised the storm's death toll to 5 saying it believed that it killed a 52-year-old man from Florida who was found dead Thursday in his stranded pickup truck along I-10 near Beaumont and we know that that was one of several deaths of course from this storm that kind of popped up out of nowhere we mentioned it briefly last week but a lot of flood not necessarily wind damage in the Houston area but an area that already had had much much damage 2 years ago from an awful storm and now Thanks, unfortunately, to this storm coming through Imelda. We've got at least five deaths, we think, and a lot of damage. In fact, on Sunday, President Trump stopped by at one of the Air Force bases in the area to, to check out the damage and offer federal assistance. we got more on the president's trip to Texas to tell you about momentarily, but unfortunately, while we're talking about Mother Nature, i got to tell you right now there's a tropical storm name, named Karen that's joined a storm named Jerry out in the Atlantic, And Karen and Jerry formed in the Atlantic and in the Caribbean. And they'll bring at least rain and wind to some of the islands over the next few days. To the north of Karen is Tropical Storm Jerry, which could move close to Bermuda by Tuesday. And there could be a third named storm soon. The National Hurricane Center continued to track a possible tropical wave that just moved across the west coast of Africa. That could also become a tropical storm as soon as Monday as it tracks westward. If it does become a storm, it will be named Lorenzo, So there you have it. You've got a couple of them, Karen, Jerry, and now Lorenzo possibly, and all this taking place in the tropics. Make sure you stay tuned if you live anywhere near the coast, whether it's the Gulf or Atlantic or if you're listening to us right now in any of our Caribbean islands, the Virgin Islands, uh, Puerto Rico, perhaps you're listening to us in Cuba, for goodness sakes. Hey, anything's possible in this digital age we live in. Please be advised, there's several storms out there that could potentially be a big problem, and we hope we all can get through this scare, this little scare, as soon as possible. To Louisiana we go, and Louisiana State Police released a statement over the weekend regarding the shooting of a Mandeville Police Department Captain Vincent Vinnie Liberto A suspect involved in the shooting has been identified as Mark Spicer, a 21-year-old from Covington, Louisiana. He's been charged with one count each of first-degree murder of a police officer, attempted first-degree murder of a police officer, and other charges. The suspect, uh, uh, shortly after 2 p.m. on Friday, the LSP Bureau of Investigation was requested by the Mandeville Police Department to investigate a shooting incident involving their officers and an investigation revealed that the incident occurred as a Mandeville police officer initiated a traffic stop on a vehicle. The driver refused to stop and pursuit began along US one ninety in Mandeville, and during the course of the pursuit the man's vehicle crashed into the ditch along US one ninety Southbound off ramp Louisiana twenty two and both officers shot by the man as the incident unfolded And the investigation remains active. No further information released at the time. But right now we mourn the loss again of this Louisiana police officer from Mandeville in the death of this man there in the Mandeville Sheriff's Office or Police Department there killed in the line of duty. Uh, Unfortunate thing there. Now to Arkansas we go and unfortunately a death there in the Corrections Department of the state of Arkansas is ADOC, the Alabama Department of Corrections, has issued a statement saying that Corporal Corey Anderson, a 24-year-old, was killed early Saturday in a fatal accident that killed him and another driver. The Arkansas Department of Corrections says he was on his way home after a shift at the East Arkansas Regional Unit that's near Newport, Arkansas. The identity of the other driver involved not released, but we mourn the loss again of this Department of Corrections officer in Arkansas, Corporal Corey Anderson, only 24 Years old. Another death to pass along, and this is the death of a Texan by birth, but you probably know the name all well. It's Baron Hilton, the hotel magnate and the original founder of one of the AFL teams, the American Football League, the Los Angeles Chargers, the original Chargers of 1960, as Baron Hilton has died at the age of 91, as he died at his L.A. home over the weekend. His family said he died of natural causes. He transformed Hilton into the industry's top brand during his 30 years as its chief executive, the group that bought the International Chains Hotel Group, which includes 2,800 hotels. They bought it for $26 billion in 2007, and he was a giant in business. And a Going back to World War II, he was a pilot as a Navy photographer during the war. And lived to be, again, 91 years young. Born in Dallas in 1927 to Conrad Hilton, the founder of Hilton Hotels, and didn't work for the hotel company right out of World War II. He actually was involved in an orange juice company, I think, in Florida, and ended up going and chairing the board and was a big, big big part of the Hilton Corporation. He was the chairman emeritus of Conrad N. Hilton Foundation. He left about ninety seven percent of his estate to the foundation, which expects the donation to grow its endowment from two point nine billion to six point three billion dollars. Baron Hilton, the hotel magnet and one of the original early guys that owned a team in the AFL, has died at the age of ninety one. Now to President Trump on Sunday, I actually saw him giving an interview early on Sunday morning. I said, what is the president doing out on the lawn about getting on the helicopter Marine one to go somewhere early on a Sunday morning? Well, he had a busy day on Sunday. He went from the white house to the Houston area. And he was, again, as I mentioned a few minutes ago, checking out all the relief efforts of the tropical storm that dumped so much rain and has called many, caused many deaths in Texas and Louisiana over the last couple of days. But after that, President Trump went to NRG Stadium in Houston for the Howdy Modi event, as that was the name of this event at NRG Stadium, where more than 50,000 people were in attendance for the president and the Indian Prime Minister Narendra Modi. And it was a Huge crowd there. I couldn't believe it. It was amazing. We're so used to President Trump going to these big Trump rallies. Well, there were 50,000 people here for this, and it wasn't because of Trump. It was really because it was, the, again, the Indian Prime Minister Modi there coming all the way from, I guess, New Delhi for this huge crowd of people who are, I'm just going to say are Indians. Indians because they're from India or they're second generations here in this country. But yes, the president was well-received there at NRG Stadium, and he came there after, I guess, going and checking out the Ellington Field Joint Reserve Base. That was a part of his visit to look at the flood damage. And then I think he said in his interview that he was going to go up to Ohio, where he went up there to check out a factory that was being built and was going to have a lot of people working there. That That's I'm going off of what President Trump said there on the lawn of the White House, as he was leaving on Sunday morning. Again, early on Sunday, where he went, and, but in Texas he was there. What a great event name! Howdy Modi. That's where. That's what it was called there. Again, the Prime Minister of the country of India is spelled M O D I. Prime Minister Modi, and this event called Howdy Modi. They even had the website Howdy Modi dot com that had all the details that 50,000 people packed NRG Stadium. Remember the Houston Texans, they play there, but they didn't have a game there on Sunday. So howdy Modi was filling up the aisles of NRG Stadium. Now to Trump news from North Carolina, not necessarily directly with the president, but officials at a school district there have canceled a football game. And this is the school where the cheerleaders put the sign up that said, Trump 2020 making America great again. And they were placed on probation for displaying this banner at a football game. And Stanley County Schools announced Friday that it decided to cancel the North Stanley High School game over what it called additional information that could compromise safety measures for sporting events. And they didn't detail the information. Supporters had urged fans to attend the game to back the cheerleaders and protest the North Carolina High School League Athletic Association's decision to put the cheerleading squad on probation. The banner they had was displayed before a August 30th game at North Stanley, which is northeast of Charlotte, and the county school superintendent said, all North Carolina schools have a policy against displaying political signs. I kind of agree or can understand that, but golly, to cancel a football game over cheerleaders and making a political statement, and they're scared about the black, but you got to play ball. That's not fair to the football players. It's not fair to the fans who don't want to mix politics i I know the cheerleaders probably shouldn't have done what they did although it's free speech but if that's the policy of the north carolina school league then i guess that's a good thing but uh, i don't know about that we've got to see our football and north carolina high school football is pretty darn good y'all speaking of north carolina and education a teacher there that alleged that mike pence should have his brains blown out i think is going to be placed on leave. It has prompted a Secret Service probe, according to reports. The unidentified female teacher allegedly made the remarks that Mike Pence should be shot in the head, according to the reports, and now this teacher being investigated by the Secret Service after she told this classroom of students that kind of awkward and very disturbing information at Cuthbertson High School in Waxhaw, North Carolina, and that remark came the same week that Vice President Prince was visiting the area to campaign for U.S. Representative Dan Bishop. And the officials there at Union County Public Schools said in the statement they would take the allegations very seriously and place the teacher on administrative leave. And the Union County North Carolina Sheriff's Office alerted the Secret Service, which is investigating the claims. And she may not be back teaching for a while again after telling her students that kind of very graphic and unfortunate information about the vice president of the United States. Now back to another education story this from the state of Georgia, officials in the Peach State announced that 82% of Georgia seniors graduated on time from high school last year in the 2018-2019 school year, and that's the highest share on record under the current reporting method. The nationwide graduation rate was 85% back in 2016 and 2017, the most recent data available. Georgia's graduation rate has historically lagged both national and regional graduation rates. State officials said Georgia's graduation rate has risen from 70%, which was reported back in 2012. Across the state, 91% of Asian and Pacific Islander students graduated in four years, as did 86% of white students, 80% of black students, and 76% of Hispanic students. So good news coming from Georgia. Among Georgia's 181 school districts, the State Department of Education said 71 saw graduation rates of 90% or more. Great news for Georgia. The state superintendent, Richard Woods, said he salutes teachers and students who are doing the on-the-ground work that leads to increases in our graduation rate and other indicators Way to go, Georgia. Now, if every other state could mimic the success in Georgia, hey, we would have the South leading the way instead of some of these states you've never heard of, like Vermont or New Hampshire or out in Washington or Oregon, whoever is leading these graduation rates. We we need to do better here in the South, and we can do just that. Just follow Georgia's example, okay? And all will be well. Hey, what a dumb mistake coming in Arkansas. Alma, Arkansas is the story. Is the place and the Alma Seventh day Adventist church located at 731 Faithful Avenue. It was completely destroyed after a contractor dug too far when building a wall between the church and the city's new parking lot. And this church, the Seventh day Adventist church was demolished in a mistake. How would you like to be a member of that congregation right now? You got more than a lot of praying to do over this contractor's mistake. And, of course, the pastor there, Burnham Rand, said there's a lot of motion to work through, but we're trying to get to the point where we are excited about a new building. Where well, you're going to get a new building, according to Pastor Rand. It's going to cost at least $50,000 to rebuild. Hopefully, the guy that tore the church down by mistake has got some kind of insurance money or something that can assist because what a massive brain flatulation there. During the time of need, the Alma United Methodist Church, which is just down the street, is lending a helping hand they're letting the church use the sanctuary every week according to pastor Rand. but during this time the alma seventh day adventist church has been able to have worship every saturday since the building was again accidentally destroyed there in alma arkansas what a knucklehead decision there by the uh person driving that caterpillar destruction vehicle i guess is what we'll call it and that church just couldn't withstand the force of that and uh Maybe they'll get something nicer and bigger whenever they decide to to get this thing finished. Now to Florida, and these two U.S. senators for the state of Florida are campaigning on behalf of old Canada. Marco Rubio and Rick Scott last week introduced legislation in Congress that would allow visitors from Canada to spend eight months a year in the United States, and that's two months longer that's currently allowed on their visa stays. And the snowbirds are going to be welcome. A little bit longer, a. The legislation would allow Canadian citizens over the age of 50 who either own or rent a residence in the U.S. to remain in our country for up to 240 days each year. It prohibits the Canadians from working or going on public assistance while in the U.S. Visit Florida, the state's tourism promotion agency, says 3.5 million Canadians visited Florida in 2018. So we know Canadians love to come south. Who can blame them, especially in January and February and March? And Florida is a very common place. And now Rubio and Scott are telling them, hey, y'all can come on and stay two months longer than you're currently allowed. But you're going to have to end up going back to the great white north at some point and paying those high taxes and having your socialized medicine. That's going to have to happen while you're up there. But at least – During those crazy winter months where it's not that much people from this part of the world going to Florida, Canadians come on down and spend your Canadian dollars and more, all right? And then you can watch your hockey and have a good time in Florida and all of our other southern states while you're escaping the mother nature in winter, okay? Hey, if you're going to be watching TV tonight, and I highly encourage you to watch TV, at least at least this one show, because tonight on NBC at 10 Eastern, 9 Central is the premiere of a new series called Bluff City Law. And this is a series that was filmed in and it centers on Memphis, Tennessee, and it was filmed in the Mid-South parts of it filmed in Oxford, Mississippi, the courthouse there on the courthouse square. And Bluff City Law making its debut. It's got actors, Jimmy Smits. You know, Jimmy Smits, he's in there. Also, Sydney Strait and Elijah Strait also in there. And, and that, the I'm sorry, that's the character name. Caitlin McGee is Sydney Strait. Jimmy Smits is Elijah Strait wonder where George Strait is in this series, but it premieres tonight again on NBC, and I've been seeing a lot of promotion for this thing. In fact, if you're going to be in the Bluff City tonight and you want to have a good time, the unofficial official Bluff City Law premiere watch party is going to take place at Court Square in downtown from 8 to 10 p.m., and that's right there just off of Main Street. And this is going to be a place where you can come see the series premiere on a big screen with food trucks. They'll have DJs there. Actor Jane Atkinson is making an appearance along with Joe Birch, the Memphis TV personality, and others. You can get all the details and all that from, I think, the WMCTV website. Swanky's Taco Shop in East Memphis is going to have a premiere party, as well as Madison Avenue Park on Madison Avenue. And let's see, there's a bunch of them. The Brass Door on Madison Avenue also is hosting a special premiere party for Bluff City Law. Jimmy Smiths again, is kind of the lead character in this thing. And if it's going to have the success, at least of its promos, this could be a really good picture of Memphis in the Mid-South area debuting on NBC tonight. Check it out. Again, 10 Eastern, 9 Central, Bluff City Law premieres on the Peacock Network. And finally, in our last headline of the day, let's go to Gross Tate, Louisiana, and a bizarre story. What else would you expect from a town called Gross Tate, spelled T-E-T-E, okay? An encounter unfolded at the Tiger truck stop in Gross Tate, which is about 20, 30 minutes west of Baton Rouge, right on I-10. And this happened last week when a truck driver from Florida and her husband crawled into a camel's enclosure at the truck stop. And the camel, the camel, it sat on the woman, and the woman ended up biting the camel's testicles to escape. According to the Iberville Parish Sheriff's Office, the woman's husband threw doggy treats under Casper the camel's fence, which is about six feet high, and the surveillance office and surveillance video showed the couple's dog crawled into the pen to retrieve the treats and began interacting with the camel. The woman crawled in to recover her pet, and her husband followed behind and that's when the camel sat on the woman, and then she ended up biting the camel, its testicles, to get it off of her. She said, I bit his balls to get him off of me. I bit his testicles to get him off of me. Uh, and the truck stop, is keep it keeps a camel named Casper, and for many years, it's been controversially keeping a tiger for visitors to see on site. It's kind of got a little zoo there. If you've ever been on I-10 west of Baton Rouge, you probably know exactly What I'm talking about, they have plenty of signs up that say no trespassing, and this woman, I guess she kind of shouldn't have been in that fence, and this is at the Gross Tate truck stop, which has had a lot of activists attacking it for years. People wanting the tiger gone from the property. The tiger died last year after 17 years of living in captivity. The truck stop also keeps a member of the raccoon family, a -A COATI, on site, and i guess it's makes for an exciting time when you gotta go to the bathroom and get some gas you can look at some animals there and they got a camel and uh the camel here the gross tate they they, they didn't want casper didn't want that dog or that woman in there with him and he decided to plop down on her and she decided to get revenge by biting the casper camel testicles <laughs> What a story to wrap up our headlines here on a Monday. Only in Iberville Parish, Louisiana, of course. When we come back on y'all, we've got hashtag Hullabaloo, an abbreviated edition of it. And remember, later this hour, Jason Nall of pureisgood.com is going to be dropping in for a report on his new business that will make you look good. It'll make you smell good. And it'll make you just... Just go to pureasgood.com right now, and you can find out more about it. We'll be right back with more of y'all.
1: Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over-the-counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park Or at your kitchen table. Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. (sighs) For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CBS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed.
0: It's hashtag hullabaloo here on this monday edition of the show all about the south this is going to be a quickie as jason all standing by we were able to catch up with jason and find out more about his new business pureisgood.com happened to be traveling through east tennessee in the last couple of days and we were able to catch him in cleveland tennessee just north of chattanooga And we're going to have a little conversation with Jason about pureisgood.com in our next segment, our business spotlight. But right now on hashtag hullabaloo, the abbreviated hashtag hullabaloo, Bama Nancy is on Twitter at Bama Sports Chick, a Bama fan. Hey, no surprise there. Her name's Bama Nancy. She's a Bama fan, a Braves fan, a Falcons fan, and a coffee addict. And she writes, you know you live in the South when you ask someone for a reference for a local company and the name they give you is Clee, no last name. Just ask for Clee. Hashtag Southern. Now, Bama Nancy, I don't really know what you are talking about here. This is C L E E Clee, Klee. no last name. Just ask for Clee. Maybe y'all know. Maybe y'all know more than I do. I am gonna while I am sitting here talking about. I am just gonna do a quick Google, a quick Google. Thank goodness for Google, right? In times like these. And i'm just gonna I'm gonna do a simple clee search and see what comes up. I just told you I was in Cleveland, Tennessee, but I don't think that's what it what she's talking about here. I don't know what she's talking about. maybe y'all know more don't don't do what I just do and look up clee not, not 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 necessarily the best of news if you google that but anyway, she writes hashtag Southern so this might be a part of the South that I'm just not familiar with for example. There's things that I learn every day about the South and I've lived here my entire life, things that I don't know, I've never heard them call this. For example, me and a guy from North Carolina were recently talking, and he was talking about eating mud turtles. And I know what he's talking about. I've never heard it called mud turtles. So I said, are you talking about cooters? And he didn't know what I was talking about. And we're from the Carolinas. And I think we're talking about the same thing. We're talking about snapping turtles in a pond, and he would eat those growing up, and it was a delicacy. I wouldn't dare eat a turtle, whether it's a mud turtle or a cooter, but I know that I'm not totally an idiot because I grew up in the southern part of Carolina, and this guy was from North Carolina, and not long ago, when I was in Mississippi, I heard a guy call them cooters, turtles in a pond, and he would go out and shoot cooters. And so at least in South Carolina and Mississippi, they're both called cooters. And uh I remember Dukes Hazard had Cooter, Ben Jones, a friend of mine, played that. And his name was Cooter on the Dukes Hazard. So I don't think in North Carolina they know what they're talking about, call them mud turtles. I think it's just cooters. But hey, if I'm wrong, 803-816-1170, let me know, okay? We wanna we wanna be all engaging. We believe in diversity. We believe in the diversity of turtle talk. It's cooters. And it's mud turtles. Perhaps if it's the same thing again, I don't exactly fancy myself as a turtle expert. All right. Last hashtag, hashtag hullabaloo today on this Monday because we do have an abbreviated edition. Joanna Zaleski is on Twitter at feline of Avenuke, A V N E U Q. Okay. A B. Arthur impersonator star in the musical in my head. Make believe best friends with Kristen Chenoweth. (laughs) All right. Sounds like we got someone with jokes here. Joanna Zaleski. And she writes, speaking of the Carolinas, Charleston mayor being interviewed by weather reporter. First off, I want to apologize for the inhospitable weather. That's the most Southern thing I've ever heard. Hashtag Dorian. Hashtag Southern. She's talking about, I think his name is Tettenberg. He replaced Joe Riley as longtime mayor of Charleston, South Carolina and when dorian was coming through the area all the national correspondence for weather channel and nbc and all those networks descended on charleston which got a kind of brush up of dorian as it went up the atlantic coast and mayor tettenberg i think is his name was being interviewed and I, I think i heard him say that he apologized for the inhospitable weather well it was our hurricane for goodness sake no no offense there mayor and yeah that was most southern for him to apologize for the weather you got to go back and look at south carolina and the charleston area specifically when it's beautiful weather when it's very hospitable weather which it is 95 percent of the time but during hurricane dorian it was a little ugly out there for a couple of days and that's our hashtag hullabaloo monday quick edition We'll be right back on the Y'all Show. We'll have our business spotlight, Jason Nall, pureisgood.com. We'll be talking with him in the flesh, and we're going to learn more about, speaking the flesh, how your your skin can get so clean and smell so good. If you go check out his website, pureisgood.com, that's up next in our Entrepreneur Spotlight.
2: Credit products are issued by WebBank. Member FDIC rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Offer valid for loan products 90 days after today. Other restrictions supply. See website for details.
1: How do I feel? Awesome.
3: Like a huge weight has been lifted off my shoulders.
4: Hundreds of thousands of people are discovering the relief of a fixed rate debt consolidation loan through Avant. I paid off all my credit cards and now I just have one easy monthly payment with Avant and I don't have to worry about the rates going up. Avant offers you access to unsecured debt consolidation loans from $2,000 to $35,000. When I saw Avant was accredited by the Better Business Bureau, I knew that was the company for me.
3: Do you know how good it feels to only worry about one monthly payment?
4: Experience the relief of a debt consolidation loan through Avant. Plus, get a free $50 Amazon gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and get this free offer, go to Avant.com and enter code 5252 when applied. Avant.com, code 5252. That's Avant.com, code 5252.
5: It's Friday night, baby, get ready,
1: set, go.
0: It's the Y'all Show back with you here as we get another week started of the All Southern program. And we have a very special guest here in our Y'all Street Business Report as we spotlight small businesses around the country. And there was a new business that launched last week. And yours truly, John Rawl, was on scene for the launch of Pure. And from pureisgood.com, we have the head man there at Pure. And we'll let you know exactly what pureisgood.com is all about We've got our old friend Jason Knoll. You might remember him throughout the golf season. He came on from the Southern States Junior Classics, but he also has another job besides golf, and his latest endeavor is Pure. Hello. Welcome to y'all, Jason. Hello, General. How hey, you doing? I am doing good. It's so great to be with you. So the folks are asking, what the heck is Pure, and what
6: is pureasgood.com? Well, I'll tell you what. We're, you know, this is over here in uh just north of georgia of uh, north of chattanooga cleveland tennessee it's a great town uh, really just uh, a growing town with lots of business lots of industry and one of the things that we didn't have in this town was uh, um, a handmade uh soap and bath and body shop so we uh, my wife and i we began to plan this out uh earlier in the year and we launched and opened this up through with the help of artisans all over the world who are our network of uh providers and then we do make some of the products here in cleveland ourselves and we've launched that store so that people all over the world can have that same um experience at pureisgood.com where you can order and you'll have handmade uh items of soap bath bombs uh body salts body scrubs and uh a men's section as well shipped right to you it 's pretty neat. I was able to see the store and look you 're a guy that I never thought
0: I would say that Jason and Soaps go together but i 'm glad that I was wrong on that because I was impressed with pure it 's a, a very a very professional looking store and a very professional website that you 've launched so that 's one of the things I wanted to talk to you about as a as a brand new entrepreneur at least in this category you 've been an entrepreneur in other things. What, what, was, what was it that drew you to having a, a handmade soap-type
6: business? Is there, a I guess, a lack of that around the country? Well, there, there was not. You know, there's there's lots of artisans who make their products, and they sell them through flea markets and mm-hmm. Etsy and uh, different ways to get their product out there. Uh, what we kind of wanted to do was bring that in and give it the small-town shop atmosphere and then also have our website where we feature Different uh, artisans who provide us product, and we're able to resell. And so, you're getting a sample of what we know is a really strong product. I mean, our stuff is, as we say, is painstakingly handmade, meaning that um, everyone who makes our products and the products that we sell at PureGood.com, uh, they, they put their whole life in, into the, into their endeavor, and and that's what they're all about. And also in this day and age there's a there's there's a real demand for uh wholesome handmade natural products yeah during the time that i was
0: there at pure i noticed several people coming and asking the questions about allergies one person they got migraines severe migraines and so those elements that go into let's say you're normal products you might buy at a grocery store or a walmart they don't have the kind of handcrafted artisan type feel that a store like yours com has and you are able to walk through each of these issues with the customers and when they have those special requests i mean i got to listen to you the other day explain what soap balls were and
6: in case you don't know please let our audience know what the heck a soap ball is no, it wasn't a soap ball. See, John, you've gotten confused. All right. You had to take a whole lot in very fast. I'll give you, I'll give you a break. It's wool balls. It wool balls. Wool balls. All right. My apologies. Uh, New soap Zealand balls. wool. Uh, and they go in your uh, dryer in the place of fabric softener. Ah. And uh, it's an all-natural way to soften your fabrics. And then if you want to give a fresh smell or whatever smell, uh, you like if you if you'll drop a few drops of essential oils 100 percent pure essential oils of your choice onto those wool balls before you pop them in your dryer uh then you're going to be able to scent your uh clothing as it dries and so we offer some natural laundry products and natural dishwashing products uh along with our our bath products and um so we have customers who are very interested in that and uh there again was, was a need for that in our area and the, and the market's growing. And so, um It's something that we took on, and, and so far, so good. Well, pardon me, soap balls, but this dumb ball
0: obviously didn't pay enough attention <laughs> when that customer was in the store. I also heard another customer ask you this question, and I never thought I'd hear this question asked of you. Sir, do you have magnesium?
6: I believe that was one of the questions mm-hmm. asked about your bath salts, perhaps? Yes, yeah, she asked. Uh, that particular customer asked, did our bath salts contain magnesium? And magnesium has... Is known for healing elements, especially for those people who have uh, arthritis and uh, and different, uh, you know, aches and pains. And so our bath salts are 100% Himalayan salt, Himalayan pink salt, d- dead sea salt, and a little bit of arrowroot non GMO powder. Huh. Uh, and then we use essential oils to give them each their properties. Some are. Our, our some of our bath salts are geared toward those who want to release stress some who want to gain better focus some who want to um, experience love it just depends <laughs> yeah uh, but but we use the different uh, essential oils to uh, give the properties to our handmade bath salts which we make here in Cleveland Tennessee but the key to those salts and the base on all of them is the uh Himalayan pink salt and the dead sea salt and their properties combined give you over 84 minerals which have all kinds of um beneficial beneficial uh aspects for the human body and for uh the mind but Magnesium is one of those 84 minerals. And so, yes, all our bath salts contain that. We're visiting with Jason Nall of pureisgood.com.
0: He also has the retail outlet in Cleveland, Tennessee. Go buy brand new, brand new in this arena. But exciting stuff is, as I told people, hey, if you like to take baths and you want to smell good, then pureisgood.com is a place you might want to check out. And I love my time there last week in Cleveland, checking the rollout of this out. And let me brag on you for a second, because I've seen a few rollouts in my time of a new business, but I was truly impressed with all the detail that you put into this thing. And so as a, a brand new entrepreneur in the soap business, at least tell me when this idea started and then the timeline
6: of how you got to where you were last week during the rollout. Well, again, yes, it, it's a, it's a new category, um, for me, but I have a 30 year history in retail and marketing. And so I kind of leaned on that, but the really the whole idea is just to feature the product, yeah. you know, get that product out there without a lot of packaging let people see, um, you know, just a clean look of, of what we're offering. And, uh, we try to do that as well with our website, you know, and, uh, I think that if you go to pureisgood.com, you'll see what we're talking about. The The products feature, we're uh, really all about featuring the product. There's not a lot of fluff on that website. Just seeing, you know, the handmade and, and the artistic value of many of these uh, wholesome products.
0: Yeah. Well, we thank you as a friend and hopefully Jason all and pureisgood.com, a friend of the y'all show. And we're doing our best to promote you. But... I'll tell you one thing that I've been impressed by because I've seen the interaction with you and some of your customers is yes, you're a friend of the y'all show, but you're also a friend of something called Facebook and talk about as a brand new business, rolling out a product, how you've been able to take advantage of Facebook. And I don't think with not a whole lot of money put into it, you can see the
6: dividends. Well, yes, I, it's definitely, um, it's definitely the, the, the best medium in my opinion for getting a new product out, getting a new business out. Um, you know, the one thing I would say is, is it's maybe not the best way to reach the 13 to 22 year olds, but from 24 year olds to 65 year olds, uh, there's there's really not a better way to, to get your message out than Facebook in my opinion. And, uh, you know, we opened this Facebook account, um, Pure Bath Body and Mind, three weeks ago. Uh, we've got over six hundred followers. We have our customers, you know, taking pictures of their items they bought with us, bought at our store, and talking about, you know, how how great it is, and and really just word of mouth, getting that out there for us, and then that feeds off each other. Their friends see them. Posting the pictures of what they've uh, purchased and and the pictures of the store, and then that makes them want to come in and, and check out. So it's really just helped us get the word out there so much quicker than than uh, than than maybe you could twenty years ago. Yeah, and again, a lot of your activity there
0: on Facebook is organic, with people sharing and people putting their own. I saw people go in and take photos of some of your products and had to share it with all their friends on social media. So you know, re- let let them do your advertising for you. And that's what you've been able well, to do. Your customers
6: are always your best advertisement. Yeah, uh, you know, and and again, I've had a long time, I'm 20, 20 plus years in retail, and and you know, you get one upset customer and one negative customer, and it takes you know forty to overcome that. So, you really want to protect those relationships and and have your customers be your your um you know your sounding board and help you promote your business. And so, for us. It's, it's not about volume. It's about, you know, talking to people, explaining the benefits of our products and where they came from, where they were sourced from and having those one-on-one conversations in the store. So it's a little bit different than going to the soap aisle at Walmart. Yeah, it sure <laughs> is. And you get that kind of per customer
0: service there and you, you find the people who can really tell you a lot more than just reading off the, the side
6: of the bottle. That's yeah. true. And, and one of the things on pureisgood.com, if you click on our, items i did the best i could to put really strong descriptions in there the same thing i would be telling you if you were in our retail location here in cleveland uh, so if you take the time to read you can yeah. you can get a lot of information about each product. And another
0: neat thing there about the website pureisgood.com is that you are kind of a greatest hit to some really good artisans around the country yeah. who are small. These are people who need right. a organization like yours to promote their career and further their career and they're
6: excited about pureisgood.com just as much as their own website. That is the that's been the most joyful thing for me in this whole process is is Building out this network of artisans and uh, s- several of them, over half the uh, f- products featured in our store that, that we don't make ourselves. This was the first time they've ever had a product in a store. <laughs> oh, man. So to them, it was so exciting to, you know, box up that product and send it to Cleveland, Tennessee and check with me and say, Oh, did it arrive okay? Was it banged up? You know, no, no it was perfect. Can you tell me if you know off the top of your head some of those that might be in the South somewhere, some of those artisans? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, uh, Southern artisans that we're using, we're certainly, I can, the first thing that comes to mind is all of our, uh, sea sponges and our loofah and all that is, it comes out of Florida and Okay. it's, uh, harvested, you know, off the coast of Florida, harvested off the coast of Florida and Gulf coast or Atlantic coast or uh, Gulf, coast. Gulf, coast. Gulf coast, Gulf coast. And, uh, so, so we have that. Then we are, um, we have a, uh, tree and hemp shampoo that comes from Georgia and that's okay. the only product I buy and that's the only product this lady makes and it's incredible shampoo bar it's not a it's not in a tube it's a bar of shampoo and, and uh, you use a bar on your hair so it's uh, the it's gonna last longer than a bottle of shampoo yeah and uh, and it's got only the ingredients that you would want uh, to put in your hair not all the fillers that you see when when you when you buy a shampoo in a store do you know the name of that product? Yeah, it's called Tea Tree and Hemp Shampoo Bar. It's on purisgood.com and it's listed under the For Men section, but it's not just for men. It's Ah. for men or women. All right. I know another thing. I think this is also out of the state of Georgia that you
0: sell, and you have more than just soaps in there. You have the really neat little jewelry piece It's a
6: whistle. That's exactly right. Blow Vintage, B-L-O-V-I-N-T-A-G-E. Blow Vintage is a it's a, a handmade jewelry maker out of the Atlanta area, and um, we had just brought that product in, and it's um, the each piece of jewelry, whether it be a necklace or whether it be a uh, bracelet or even a tassel to hook to your purse, it has a handmade vintage style whistle. And the idea behind like, this piece of jewelry yeah, whistle. well more like a referee's whistle. Yeah, exactly. Uh and um the idea behind this jewelry is that her mother, this artist's mother gave her this a piece of jewelry similar to that when she went uh off to college and the jewelry, you know, the whistle is it's for women, it's 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 a safety measure. So if you're, you know, mm-hmm. if you're in a bad situation, you blow that whistle and draw attention to yourself. So yeah. That brass whistle is now tied into some handmade jewelry and, um, you know, it's really neat products. And so that's again another artisan small maker. Uh, that we're able to bring that product into our stores. Yeah, well, that's a, one of the really many of the neat things offered, again,
0: at com, Jason Nall is with pureasgood.com and we can't thank you enough. And if you get to East Tennessee, just north of Chattanooga, you'll find Cleveland, and that's where Jason is located with his retail store, one of many to come, I'm sure.
6: Uh You know we're just we're gonna get this one right and 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 you know i talked about this network of artisans well it's not like you're ordering something that's stacked up in warehouses so i have to really perfect the purchasing side of this on this one store before i'd even consider going further because the lead times and having the right amounts and giving our artisans time to produce more product and all that stuff is a juggling act Uh, but it's a it's a labor of love. It's a challenge I was ready for at this time in my life. Yeah. And uh, we're, we're, we're having fun with it. And again, this ain't Walmart we're talking about. This is Y'all, Mark. <laughs> and
0: Jason Dahl is leading the effort. And oh, by the way, when you go to his store, hey, if you have a little time, go next door to Cleveland Nutrition and get a delicious, healthy drink well, from nice. Misty and everybody over there. And they're great neighbors. And both rolled out their new businesses last week. Jason, thank you very much. Best of luck with your operation. Again, it's the website you can go to in It's open 24-7, and you don't have to go to Bradley County, Tennessee, to find this
6: one. It's pureisgood.com. Yeah, thank you, John. I appreciate you helping us with the grand opening, and uh, we've enjoyed spending some time with you. And we look forward to not only having you talk about soap in the future, but a little golf from time to time. Yeah, that's right. It's always golf season.
0: <laughs> well, that will wrap up our first hour of today's Y'all Show. You hang on when we come back in hour two. We've got a little sports recap, what happened this past weekend in NFL football and college football. Plus, our friend Jerry Short, the teller of tales from Polo, will be dropping by, and we'll have a lot of fun with with that That is all coming up in the second hour of Y'all Talk with a Southern Accent.
1: Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. <coughs> now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table... Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. (sighs) For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CBS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed.
3: (sighs) This is a cow, a cow whose milk became everyone's favorite cheese at the craft fair. But cheese only lasts so long. The impression a small business makes needs to last much longer. And now Vistaprint is introducing free shipping on all business cards in any quantity. Choose from hundreds of fresh designs tailored to your type of company or upload your own. The choice is yours. The time is now. For limited time only, get free shipping on all business cards in any quantity with promo code 3131. That's promo code 3131 at vistaprint.com. Own the now.
0: It's another hour of the show that's all about the South right here with you. I'm John Rawl. Coming up in just a few minutes, we got the teller of tales from Takapola, Jerry Short. And we're going to talk a little college football and more with the Takapola storyteller. So you make sure you stick around for that good info here on the show that's all about the South. 803-816-1170 is our telly. If you want to ring us, if you want to text us, 803-816-1170. Our website, y'all.com. We begin this hour with a look back at the weekend in sports football, NASCAR, and a little baseball update for you. And we start out with college football, and sadly, I'm going to start out reading the headline that hits home for me as Jevin Sneed, who was a quarterback at Ole Miss back in the 2008 and 2009 seasons, did a great job leading Ole Miss at that time under Houston Nutt to some great wins and Cotton Bowl victories Police found him dead over the weekend in Austin, Texas. Jevin Snead dead at the age of 32 years old. He was from Stephenville, Texas. That's a program there in Stephenville that produced such polite people as Matthew Stafford of the Detroit Lions. And Jevin Snead, this legendary quarterback from Stephenville who went on to play in Austin for the Texas Longhorns before transferring to the University of Mississippi. He actually transferred when Ed Orgeron was head coach in Oxford, but then Orgeron was fired and Sneed stuck around and was quarterback of the 2008 and 2009 Rebel football teams. Teams that, in 2008, for example, beat Florida in the Swamp and then went on, I think, about a seven-game win streak, closing it out with a Cotton Bowl victory over a one-beaten, once-beaten Texas Tech Red Raiders team, and one of the greatest runs in Ole Miss football history when Sneed led that team in 2008. And then in 2009, the Rebels climbed to as high as number four in the polls with Sneed at quarterback. And unfortunately, they lost at South Carolina in September and ended up having a decent season, went back to the Cotton Bowl and beat Oklahoma State in the 2010 Cotton Bowl. But unfortunately, Jevon Snead found dead over the weekend in Austin, Texas. More to come on this developing story. But at 32 years young, we mourn the loss of this former Longhorn and Ole Miss Rebel quarterback. Now to the college football rankings that came out over the weekend after week four of college football. Clemson is almost unanimous at the number one spot in the AP Top 25. The Tigers getting 55 first place votes. They're in solid position there. And Alabama is just behind them, getting six first place votes. The Crimson Tide checks in at number two. The Georgia Dogs are at number three. LSU at number four. So two, three, and four occupied by SEC institutions. The Ohio State University moved up a spot in the poll this week. They are at number five. OU, the Sooners, check in at number six. Auburn with a convincing win on the road at Kyle Field. They move up to number seven in the latest AP poll. Wisconsin looked mighty good and they're th- thumping. Of the Michigan Wolverines at Camp Randall, and Bucky Badger moves up five this week to number eight. The Florida Gators, they looked okay, like they should have against Tennessee, winning that game at the Swamp. They're at number nine. Notre Dame drops three spots this week. They fell between the hedges on Saturday evening. The Texas Longhorns were able to up in the OSU Cowboys and they move up a spot in the latest poll. They're at number eleven. Penn State is at twelve, Oregon thirteen, Iowa fourteen. The Cal Bears won in Oxford against the Mississippi Land Sharks. And Cal moves up fifth to fifteen. That's eight spots they moved up this week. And they're undefeated so far out in Berkeley. Boise State also moves up. They're at number sixteen in the latest poll. The Washington Huskies look mighty impressive and their win at BYU. They're at 17 wahoo virginia is at 18 in the latest ap poll they got a tough battle coming up this weekend that we'll tell you about later on in the week in our acc spotlight the utes of utah dropped nine spots to number 19 they fell this past weekend michigan also went down nine spots they're at 20 after their thumping against the wisconsin badgers usc fell they are at 21 in the latest poll and you have ucf man they dropped seven spots in their Pitt Miracle, uh, the Pitt Special, I guess is what it's called, as the Pitt Panthers won against UCF in Pittsburgh this weekend, and the Knights lose their first regular season game in quite some time. They're at 22. The Aggies fell six spots to number 23 after they lost to Auburn, and Kansas State has entered the poll at number 24. Michigan State enters the poll at number 25, and that is your AP Top 25 heading into this upcoming fifth weekend of of college football now to Sunday's NFL action the Buffalo Bills were able to hold on and withhold a comeback by the Bengals and Buffalo wins 21-17 the Bills 3-0 on the season the Dallas Cowboys a little sluggish in the first half but they came back to life at Jerry World and they got the win over the hapless Miami Dolphins 31 to 6. The Green Bay Packers and their throwback unis were able to beat the Denver Broncos 27 16 at Lambeau. The Indianapolis Colts were able to beat Atlanta 27 24 in a Comeback effort by the Falcons falls just short there in Indy. The Kansas City Chiefs, they were able to hold on and defeat the Baltimore Ravens. They were aided there in the fourth quarter by, I guess, a a play that the Ravens could have stopped and gotten the ball back. But unfortunately for Ravens fans, the Chiefs got the first down and we were able to run the clock out there at Arrowhead. The Minnesota Vikings defeated the Oakland Raiders 34-14. The New England Patriots had an easy day at the office against the New York Jets, winning 30-14. Congratulations to the Detroit Lions and Matthew Stafford, as Detroit improved to 2-0-1 on the season with a win 27-24 over Philly. The Carolina Panthers and Kyle Allen looked mighty impressive. He threw four touchdowns in relief of Cam Newton, and the Panthers won their first game of the year at the desert as they won against arizona 38 to 20 and daniel jones is the new hero in nyc as the new york giants rallied in the couple minutes left in the game and won 32 31 a game-winning field goal attempt by the bucks at the buzzer was wide right i think and they lost that game there in tampa new york giants pick up their first win on the year Deshaun Watson and the Texans won in Los Angeles against the Chargers, 27-20. The San Francisco 49ers were able to send the Steelers to another loss, 24-20. The Niners win. Pittsburgh is 0-3 on the season. And a big win for the New Orleans Saints with a backup quarterback as the Saints won 33-27 against the Seahawks. And that's your Sunday action in the NFL. As far as NASCAR, hey, congratulations to Martin Truex Jr., the New Jersey kid. He won again going to victory lane in Richmond as he was able to hold the lead for the last couple of laps. He rallied, ultimately passing teammate Kyle Busch with 25 laps to go and won his second consecutive NASCAR Cup Series race. As the playoffs continue, Martin Truex Jr. looking real good on the go fast and turn left circuit. And finally, a quick look at the major league baseball standings as we're in our final week of MLB action. The Yankees have clinched the AL East. The Minnesota Twins and Indians are still in a battle for the central of the A. L. The Houston Astros won their third consecutive AL West title this past weekend. Congratulations to the Stroves, who've won 102 games thus far here in 2019. In the NL on Friday night, the Atlanta Braves won the NL East title, defeating the San Francisco Giants in that one, and the Braves move on to the playoffs the nationals are in a battle for the pennant what well, the wild card birth not the pennant Braves clinch that hey the pennant is still up for grabs in the nl central but we do know the st louis cardinals are going to be in the playoffs they were able to clinch a playoff berth on sunday and the la dodgers have clinched the nl west pennant so when you look at the national league and the american league what's going on with the wild card setup up right now looking at the wild card race it's going to have the two games who clinch the wild card playoff and they're going to have the one game between them and if you look at the american league right now the a's seem to be in good shape there and it's really down between the rays and the indians as the only other uh, teams that can enter that wild wild card discussion on the junior league circuit as far as the national league looks like the nationals and the brewers are in the catbird seat for that the cubs are now four games out of the wild card, so it's going to be a do-or-die week for Cubs fans. Even the New York Mets have a small chance of clinching a wild card, and all this will be determined here in this final week. But good news, if you're a Braves fan or an Astros fan, your team won their division pennant here this past weekend and that's a quick look at sports a review of the sports world here on this monday edition when we come back we're going to keep the college football talk uh, going jerry short's going to weigh in on the demise of the arkansas razorbacks and the tennessee volunteers and how this could have happened to these two programs in the sec that's ahead as we continue on with the monday y'all
2: Credit products are issued by WebBank. Member FDIC rates and terms very based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Offer valid for loan products 90 days after today. Other restrictions supply. See website for details.
1: How do I feel? Awesome.
3: Like a huge weight has been lifted off my shoulders.
4: Hundreds of thousands of people are discovering the relief of a fixed rate debt consolidation loan through Avant. I paid off all my credit cards and now I just have one easy monthly payment with Avant and I don't have to worry about the rates going up. Avant offers you access to unsecured debt consolidation loans from $2,000 to $35,000. When I saw Avant was accredited by the Better Business Bureau, I knew that was the company for me.
3: Do you know how good it feels to only worry about one monthly payment?
4: Experience the relief of a debt consolidation loan through Avant. Plus, get a free $50 Amazon gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and get this free offer, go to Avant.com and enter code 5252 when applying. Avant.com code 5252. That's Avant.com code 5252.
3: This is a cow, a cow whose milk became everyone's favorite cheese at the craft fair. But cheese only lasts so long. The impression a small business makes needs to last much longer. And now Vistaprint is introducing free shipping on all business cards in any quantity. Choose from hundreds of fresh designs tailored to your type of company or upload your own. The choice is yours. The time is now. For limited time only, get free shipping on all business cards in any quantity with promo code 3131. That's promo code 3131 at vistaprint.com. Own the now.
0: it's football time in tennessee and alabama arkansas florida georgia kentucky louisiana maryland mississippi missouri north carolina oklahoma south carolina oh yeah tennessee as well as Virginia and West Virginia and Little Texas, too. Welcome back. It's y'all talk with a Southern accent. We've got our Takapola storyteller joining us right now. We've got Jerry Short. It's our time to go back and talk about the good old days and other fun stuff of today with our friend, the Takapola storyteller. And I'm channeling my inner John Ward by saying it's football time in Tennessee. And, Jerry, I know you've seen a few Tennessee Vols football games through the years. Oh, and thanks. also, I want to talk to you about another team in the SEC, the Arkansas Razorbacks. As we oh, start our man, storytelling time with you, we just had our fourth weekend of college football, third weekend of NFL football this past weekend. And now that we're about a third of the way through the football season, i I got to talk to you about college football, Jerry. And all right. I want to know how in the heck – and there's definitely problems with a lot of our teams out out there, and we may mix in a few of those problems here in our discussion with you today. But to me, the worst of the worst in the SEC, Tennessee on the east side – and the Arkansas Razorbacks on the west side. And I know we could easily pick on, let's say, a Mississippi Landshark team, but hey, at least they beat Arkansas this year to their credit. We could easily pick on, let's say, a Vanderbilt team, which is still winless, but we don't expect that much out of Vanderbilt. We expect a lot out of Tennessee and Arkansas. At least Arkansas will be better than what they've been. You talk about train wrecks in Fayetteville and Knoxville. I just want to get your take on how these two programs on the east and the west kind of have falling apart here. In some cases, Arkansas. Maybe they never have been on the SEC train since their 1992 debut in the SEC.
5: Well, Arkansas probably hadn't been on the had been on the SEC train. But you know, you can go back when they played for the national championship in 1970, and President uh, Nixon came down to present the uh, the national championship trophy to the winner of the Texas. Arkansas game in Fayetteville that year, and uh, that um, uh, would be pretty high on their list. But since then, they've been good. They and by the way, they lost to Texas fourteen to thirteen, I think.
0: And that wasn't even a real national championship game.
5: No, it was just one and two playing one and two. And as far as AP and UPI went, right. And uh, so, and uh, of course, they went on to as always, Texas to the Cotton Bowl and Arkansas to the Sugar Bowl to play Ole Miss. But uh, I think that's when Archie was a uh, junior. And then Ole Miss did beat them. So, obviously, they may not have been national champions.
0: (laughs) No, not that year. (laughs) But But since they're – by the way, talk about maybe it just wasn't meant for Arkansas football. In 1992, their very first year as a member of the SEC – do you know what their very first game on the schedule was that year, the very first year of the SEC? Hmm.
5: Their first year was Alabama or something.
0: No, their first game in the 1992 season was against the, oh, the Citadel Church. Bulldogs, and they oh. lost that game in Fayetteville. Well,
5: yes, and we all remember the outcome, and I know you... Oh yeah, definitely do but I'm just talking about yeah. jinxing
0: it you're talking about a program that on their own got courted to move away from the Southwest Conference they destroyed. Right. destroyed that conference by moving to the SEC and here they are in the big stage of the SEC and they, they lose to an FCS team at that time a one A school a military school and the wheels fell off that season but to their yeah. credit they did find themselves you talk about backing into SEC championships they did play in two different SEC championship games during the Houston nut era and in both cases i believe the stars just happened to align either through probation of alabama or auburn or something and And, okay and that team too and they, they somehow backed into a couple of championship but other than those houston nut era years and i guess petrino had them in a sugar bowl a couple of years things have been embarrassing for arkansas so let me just rattle off some of the most recent embarrassing losses for Arkansas. And I'm going to rattle off non-SEC games, okay? So okay. I know they might have lost to Vanderbilt perhaps. I, I don't even know. I'm not going to pick on them for losing to Vanderbilt if they did.
5: No, Vanderbilt, Vanderbilt can be pretty good. They can I, play. You just never know which Vanderbilt team may
0: show up. Well, I remember I think James Franklin took a team in the Fayetteville a couple years ago and won. So, he look, did. Are they lost to the Citadel here in recent memory. They lost to SMU. And that was one reason Houston Nutt got hired. I remember him saying when he got he, he got when he was being interviewed, he said, "We just want you to beat SMU." And this is just after SMU <laughs> came off the death penalty, yes, so they right. couldn't beat SMU. Let's see, they lost to Louisiana Monroe in the last couple of years.
5: Let's they, be back up. SMU has not been ranked. Maybe this year, I think somebody said. this week they just Since,
0: beat TCU.
5: Yeah, this first time. They have been ranked since Arkansas has been in the SEC.
0: Wow. Congratulations Boy. there to yeah. the to the, but, <laughs> to the Ponies. But but Arkansas has lost to Louisiana Monroe. They lost to, I think it was either Toledo or Akron, and they might have lost to both. I apologize. Last year, it was North Texas winning there and won convincingly over the Razorbacks. And now no. this year, they, they are – they barely escaped a game against Portland State. They won that by a touchdown. That's the only win they got mm. in the season. No, I'm sorry. They did beat Colorado State. I, I apologize. That was, that was a good win, although Colorado State, I think, just lost a pretty bad game this past weekend to somebody.
5: They hadn't been known for their excellence yeah. either.
0: But, but Arkansas, focusing on the Hogs, they lost this past weekend to San Jose State. And no excuse after also losing to the Mississippi land sharks and their sec opener. So things That's are right. just terrible for Arkansas. And I, before we get back to the picking on UT for a minute, let's talk about Arkansas. This is a proud program that is pretty much the only program in that entire natural state. How could they be this bad, Jerry?
5: Well, you know, you look at it. a lot of things have happened. Uh, football's changed a heck of a lot. Also, uh, High school athletics has changed a heck of a lot. And I go back to recruiting, and I'll get on Tennessee about that a little bit later. But I think Arkansas has never been known as a hotbed for recruits. People don't come into Arkansas. Arkansas always went to the Southwest, to Texas and Oklahoma, to recruit, okay? And when they went out there to recruit, they were recruiting an area with 30 million people, not these Mississippis with 3 million and Alabama with 5 million and so on. OK, so they had a heck of a lot more to choose from, even a leftover. And then you get over here. Hey, and those kids, they'd rather play over there and play for an SMU or play for a Texas Tech. And play in front of their families yeah. and people they know, then be then come to Arkansas and have to go all the way to South Carolina to play or Florida to play. You know that's that's just it's not in the it's not in the mix for them when recruiting comes around. That's one thing, and I and you can't deny that because Arkansas is not a football high school football state. Neither is Tennessee, is the way I see it. But however, you know. When you get down to it and you try to you try to analyze, hey, what can ever happen to turn them around? Well one thing they're gonna have to dang accept the fact that hey, we're with bigger boys now. We're not playing every uh just the state of Texas when they were when they were in the Southwest Conference. That's all they played was the state of Texas and what? them. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's a different world. Now you got to go play the best in Florida, the best in Alabama, the best in Tennessee if it's Memphis State or whoever it is, uh, the best in South Carolina if it's Clemson or South Carolina on a good year or Georgia. So you see where it's changed a heck of a lot just in that? There's two things that's dropped them down a couple of notches. And in their location, Fayetteville. How many times have you been to Fayetteville, John?
0: I've been there a few times.
5: All right. Now, did you enjoy the trip? They probably got the new road, but it it used to be a thing called the Pig Trail that you went up, and it took you about four hours to get from Interstate 10, I mean, Interstate 40, on up to Fayetteville, which is about 140 miles. So, I mean, you had to go through that kind of nonsense. You had to go forever. And they were they were on the very end in ninety two of the SEC. You know, Missouri was stuck up there, but you could get in and out of Missouri. You couldn't get in and out of Fayetteville, so that hurt them. And then the Frank Brawls thing—they loved Frank Brawls, loved him to death. He loved Houston Nutt, gave Houston Nutt a few extra million when he left to go to Ole Miss for absolutely no reason, just for what he had done for him. Well, I'm still looking for what he had done for Frank Boyles. Frank Boyles quit playing. This is a fact. He quit playing Ole Miss in 1962 because he says, I've got to get ready for the Southwest Conference. That would be those other nine teams in Texas. I've got to get ready for those. I can't get beat up by the likes of Ole Miss which at that time could beat you up, but they can't today, but they could then. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> well, other than they can beat Arkansas, to their credit.
5: Well, they Yeah, and they've lost a couple. They shouldn't have even lost Arkansas. You know, Arkansas may have, we used to play the – we, please. But uh, Arkansas and Ole Miss always played Memphis Little Rock Memorial Stadium. Memphis Crump Stadium. Bob, you know, that was there. Then they, they started – uh The last they dedicated the stadium in Jackson, Mississippi. The last time a uh, Mississippi had it, uh, and that was like in '63. And you know, then they they didn't play anymore. But as fate would have it, they played the next year in the Sugar Bowl. <laughs> they played <laughs> each other when they were still over there, like in '62, yeah. the year that they were coming over here. But you got those things going. You got for some reason I'll never know why Frank Bros thought so much of Houston Nut. Because I think Houston Nutt kind of proved that he had been winning on some Texas talent. And um, when he got over here, he had that talent that Coach Ogeron had recruited at Ole Miss. Legal, illegal, or however he got it. Gunpoint, I don't know. Yes. But uh, they had a lot of talent. And, boy, he won big. He went to two Cotton Bowls back-to-back and won both of them. And so, But then when he recruited his people, Nobody. They had the worst team the twin I believe it was twenty eleven. Two and ten. They went two and ten under Houston. North, oh
0: and eight in the SEC. Loved,
5: yeah. Who they loved at Arkansas. So then they go hire a Wisconsin coach. How many times do you remember a, a Big Ten coach being hired for an SEC team to come in here? And recruit and coach a whole different type athlete, and that never happened.
0: Well, he, he did better again. than what's going on there now. Now I know. we got to we got to pick on Tennessee. Enough Arkansas, and we're going to throw yeah. in a little bit of picking on other schools too while we're at it. Just don't I'm all for it. Don't, don't think you're getting away with it, and. Uh, Let's talk about Tennessee. All right, Tennessee. This year they lost to Georgia State. Okay, bad, bad loss there. They got trounced (laughs) this past weekend in the swamp against the Florida Gators, and they've just not had a very good season. The only win they've got against uh, any team is the University of Tennessee at Chattanooga, and so they're. they're, they're, they're
5: That's be the Mockers, right? Yeah,
0: they beat the Mocks. That's their only win to date. Not a lot of wins, probably coming. They also lost a heartbreaker to BYU. And that's what's going on on Rocky Top. Now so this BYU, is a this is a one.
5: If BYU won a ball game,
0: yeah, they actually beat USC in Week Three. They ended up getting okay. killed by Washington this past week.
5: And but, I noticed uh, Utah beat the stew out of them too.
0: Uh, yeah, I think so. But but Tennessee is a once proud program. It's arguably the second most successful team in the SEC, only behind Alabama.
5: And Up until a few years ago, yeah, you're right. and,
0: and still probably is the second most successful SEC team. Okay, now I'll go. Okay, but but over the last 12, 13 years since Phil Fulmer was there and kind of got run out of Rocky Top, and now he's rode back in as the athletic director, they have just had problem after problem after problem. I want to ask Jerry Short, who's seen his fair share of Vols football games through the years, absolutely, what happened? What's going on in your opinion?
5: Okay. Um, some of the same stuff I said about Arkansas recruiting, recruiting Tennessee is not known to have the best high school athletes in the Southeast. And if you'll think back on Tennessee's glory days, as we all like to call some of our teams glory days, when we fall from grace, they uh, would recruit North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia. And, uh, occasionally slip down into Alabama. Um, that's all over with. Those schools, it's it's become more of a money thing, more of a uh, different style of football. And, you know, you can look back to the, some of the better quarterbacks that came out of uh, UT, not Texas, uh, Tennessee. Uh, they came from the Carolinas. And they would slip in there. And at that time, the ACC... Unrecognized is, is to be as strong and as good as the SEC, Southeastern Conference. So they could take a kid or two, of them. they could take a top fly recruit out of North Carolina or South Carolina and take them over to Tennessee. I remember there's some pretty good running backs from South Carolina. I remember one really good quarterback or two from uh, North Carolina and places like that. They're taking them from, who are they taking them from? Duke, and they're taking them from, uh, uh well, I'll just say North Carolina and North Carolina State. But, uh, they've had good teams there, but they've, been, they hadn't been those upper tier type teams that we were used to in the Southeastern Conference mm-hmm. for so many years. And when General Neyland was coach at Tennessee, he ran, he ran the Notre Dame box. He ran a single wing. Those offensive changed, but he couldn't change with them. Coach Vault beat him about 40 something to nothing with Charlie Conley. When Vaughn got out of the single wing and went to a T, huh. to a straight T formation. And then, you know, then this – then when Johnny Majors took over, I sat on the bench at Crump Stadium at Ole Miss uh, Tennessee game. But I'd slipped in, so I sat on the Tennessee bench. And I sat there by Johnny Majors. I look out on the field, and what's he running? He's running a single wing that we ran in junior high. And, you know, and I'm about 16 then, and I'm thinking – Why is he still running that? Of course, Bill Battle comes in, he gets them out of that. Immediately, immediately, within two years, they was contending for the SEC championship. But they've wasted all that time playing around with a Notre Dame box or a a, uh, single wing. And they were the last people, I guess, football team on the planet to run a single wing. We went to a million other formations. And those formations dictate a lot. I think, to what the fans uh, expect. I think if you're running, you know, offense is going to dictate what football is all about. And so defense has got to adapt to offense. Some people like a good defensive battle. Once defense catches up with offense, and you may have to go to a doggone wishbone or something, like Oklahoma did with Barry Switzer. But, you know, you may have to go to something else. Well, if you do, and you got about five or six years to play with in there before the before it changes again, and your offense jumps back ahead of this new defense. They they may pull linebackers back. They may have three linebackers at first when you're all just running up the middle uh, off of a off of a uh, a split T or whatever you're running. And then if you come back and you want to you want to change that offense. The defense has got to catch up. The offense has got I mean, the defense catches up with the offense and it sticks there. Well, the fans sitting there and hey, two thirds of them like the offensive game, a third of them like a the defensive game. I happen to be a person that likes a defensive
0: game. Oh, boring.
5: I know it's the best game I ever saw was 0 0 Miss Memphis 1963. But uh, I still think it's the best football game I ever saw.
0: Crump State.
5: Crump State. And, I, and it was the best football game i ever saw. Best hitting, best everything. Had great look. Had had football players that all went pro, it seemed like. And uh, no telling how many first-team all-SEC players went to LSU the next week and beat them 37-3. to three. So uh, what do you do? I mean, you know, it's what you like, what you see, what you do. And I think that affects it too. Of course. Here we go. All right, well let's Tell talk let, we,
0: we we let's not get too coach speak here, coach short. As you've oh. been talking about single wings and I, some of our audience like what in the heck is he talking about? But <laughs> okay. let, let's make it a little bit more simple. Tennessee, right. of course, Neyland Stadium, one of the biggest has been, one of the largest stadiums in all of college football with over 100,000 on there. And I guess we'll give them credit. They've done a good job even in these dark times of for the most part filling that place up. Right and they have and so we got to give the fans of ut the big orange fans all the credit there for not quite giving up but they they're not necessarily i don't think saying we've got to have a national title in 2019 but good lord they expect to at least have a break-even season and go to some kind of bowl game and we haven't seen that consistently out of rocky top in many 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 years
5: that's right, it's been a while and it's no excuse for it. They have no excuse. I don't know what the endowment is. I'm sure it's a heck of a big dang millions and millions and millions. And you know, I don't I, I think they I don't know what they've done with their facilities. I have been on the field at uh at Rocky Talk, I have been in the press box and they they had some work to do the last time I was there. Maybe I hadn't been on that field since Peyton Manning played there. But I've been to their Coliseum, and uh, they've had a fan base second to none in as far as numbers went. Now, these other schools are starting to build these 100,000-seat stadiums, and we're talking lots of money when we're talking losing 20,000 fans when this other school has got 100,000. You're talking 20000 at $80 a ticket. So what are you talking, a million six? So, uh, you know, you can't lose a million six. You've got to get it straight. You've got to get it right. Television is paying a big price for these ball games, but television is killing attendance at the stadium. And if we're going to have college football or we're going to have pro football, John, if we're going to have college football, TV is going to have to back off. And these greedy dang commissioners, you know, and they're going to have to go ahead and quit cutting these contracts that are killing and playing at eleven o'clock when it's a hundred degrees. Fans don't even want to go there. You can you can you can say you're losing ten percent of the fan base for that for an eleven o'clock game, especially if you live in a smaller state uh, that you have to, you have to travel two or three hundred miles. We almost have to come up the, the night before if you're playing at 11 o'clock. You have to come up and you have to get a hotel room, your family of four. And
0: you're those hotels, spend- by the way, require at least a two night stay, sometimes three night stays yeah, in these you're places. Right, you're
5: right. Especially on a ball game. No, that's can,
0: what I'm talking about because yeah, they know and, that's when they can make their most amount of money
5: so they so you know
0: you're looking at a hundred dollar room for four uh two hundred dollar room per night it's a four hundred dollar plus i got a hotel a couple of years ago last time i paid for a hotel on a on a college game weekend was in chapel hill north carolina for an fcs versus unc game and my hotel bill for two nights was about 650 bucks
5: Wow. Maybe you're maybe you're upgrading a lot more than
0: I am. Now, it was a nice hotel, but it wasn't that nice.
5: <laughs> I probably sleep in my vehicle. But uh but no, I usually go and come, but uh I know it's high.
0: I said and- Chapel Hill, by the way. I didn't say Tuscaloosa. Did you- I didn't say yeah, I know. some of these Archery. Athens. Archery. All- well I mean, this know. is Chapel Hill and I had to pay those kind of numbers and yeah. and uh you know it was- it, was- it was rough. But anyway, yeah. it is expensive. And, you know, there are some places out there where people have had enough. If you don't believe me, go back and watch the game film from this past weekend at the University of Mississippi, where I would say the student section, which was the entire north end zone there at Vaught-Emyway Vol- Stadium, it was right. about 90% empty. And this was a top 25 Cal Bears team that had come in there for the game. Try. And the students refused to go. And I'm proud of them. I'm proud of them. Let them go out there go to Grove and have a good time and not waste their time or money.
5: And they're not. I mean, my daughter and son in law have been to two games and they went to the Grove for both of them and did not go over to the stadium hmm. and left before it was even over. Wow. And, uh, you know, I guess they were watching on TV in the Grove or something and said, you know, my son told me after this last game last week that they weren't worth watching. That old miss was such a pitiful thing. And, uh, you know, we, we go back to the recruiting. And here, here we have Mississippi and, and let's just be perfectly frank. You know, there's, there's two major colleges, universities here that are in the Southeastern Conference and it could get down to where the Southeastern Conference might not want if this attendance keeps dropping off any longer. But if, if you're going, if you're going to be one of these schools and you're going to lose 40% of your attendance and to start with, you only hold 65,000. And you're, and all of a sudden you look up and you're down to 40,000 or less. What are you going to do? You're going to lose, uh, what's that? Well, I think the old miss tickets are 70, maybe 65, something like that. Let's just say they're $70. So if you, if you're, if you're losing a million four and money turns over seven times in a community, uh, what's that cost in the city of Oxford? Not to speak of the university, not to speak of the athletic program. But we're talking about the whole town. We're talking about the whole area is losing motel. They're losing gas. They're losing food. They're losing everything. that They're losing the tourist uh, tax station that they stick on every uh, town to raise money for any project that they can come up with. So, you know, we've got some major problems if they're not fixed. And I blame, I'm going to blame ESPN. 80% of 75% of, and then I'm going to go back with the rest recruiting. And I think like a state like Mississippi, I Alabama. I hadn't checked their roster lately, but they recruit Georgia a lot. Georgia is pretty good. Uh, high school, high school state. And Auburn has always recruited Georgia and Florida. Florida used to not recruit Florida too well. And, uh, they may be back a little bit, but we got recruiting and we got television, and uh, we got what is costing the fan base to cover these games, and that's definitely John knocking a hole in it. And the Ole Miss uh, game, I saw that, and uh, it looked like um, it looked like back in the back in the late fifties when they played uh, Chattanooga. <laughs> In a stadium that held 34,000, it might have 22,000 yeah. in it then. And it could have been ranked one, two, or three in the nation. Yeah. But people aren't coming to that. And they're not going to come today to it
0: either. Well, speaking of Chattanooga, <laughs> to go back to talking about the Tennessee Vols as we wrap up this segment with you, at that last home game at Neyland Stadium back on September 14th, the Vols and the Mocs played. The Vols won 45-0 over UTC the attendance there at Neyland Stadium to the Vols' credit, eighty six thousand two hundred eight. Not a sellout. About fifteen to sixteen thousand short of filling yeah. the aisles there at Neyland Stadium.
6: But for now,
5: team- that is that is credit. And look, I've spent a zillion times in a press box, and and I've seen a many of, Af- of sports information director turn to me and four or five others and say, "I got to get this out right now. How many people do you think are in the stadium?" <laughs> And you might say, and then they, and then he may inflate it. So, I'm not saying Tennessee didn't have uh, uh, 84. They may have had 84 paid, but they probably had 70 there.
0: Yeah, well, still, that's pretty but pretty good for that's
5: still Yeah, I'm going to give them credit because no better than they've been and no better than they look like they're going to be in the future, that's pretty doggone good.
0: Yep. All right, Jerry, we're not done talking to you, Mr. Takapola Storyteller, that we're calling you Coach Short here today. Right. When we come back, we'll continue talking with Jerry and wrap up this Monday, y'all. Hang on.
2: Credit products are issued by WebBank. Member FDIC rates and terms very based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Offer valid for loan products 90 days after today. Other restrictions apply. See website for details.
1: How do I feel?
4: Awesome
3: like a huge weight has been lifted off my shoulders
4: hundreds of thousands of people are discovering the relief of a fixed rate debt consolidation loan through avant i paid off all my credit cards and now i just have one easy monthly payment with avant and i don't have to worry about the rates going up avant offers you access to unsecured debt consolidation loans from two thousand to thirty five thousand dollars when i saw avant was accredited by the better business bureau i knew that was the company for me
3: Do you know how good it feels to only worry about one monthly payment?
4: Experience the relief of a debt consolidation loan through Avant. Plus, get a free $50 Amazon gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and get this free offer, go to Avant.com and enter code 5252 when applying. Avant.com code 5252. That's Avant.com code 5252.
7: Welcome, everybody, and thanks for tuning in. I'm your host, Smokey Bear. Filling in for Smokey on his birthday. Because after 75 years of... Only you can prevent wildfires. Turns out there's much more to say. Just look at the news. Nearly 90% of wildfires are caused by us humans being careless. And I'm not just talking about obvious things like campfires. Or letting your totally sweet nephew, Francis, play with matches. I'm talking about dumping your used barbecue coals willy-nilly. Or parking your car on tall, dry grass. That can lead to... Poof! guess the song was wrong. We did start the fire. But listen, being a South Carolinian, I respect Mother Nature and her trees, whether coniferous, deciduous, or new car scented. So if you love the outdoors like me, go to SmokeyBear.com to learn more about wildfire prevention, because fire safety is always in season. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council.
0: I get the blues we're back for the final segment on this beginning of the week edition of the Y'all show. Our friend Jerry Short's going to help us close things down. And Jerry, we're starting to get some protest here coming in via email about our show. We haven't spent enough time here as we wrap up with you on climate change and so dr short you were a coach in the last segment you're now our climatologist okay what is your take on this whole climate change especially with the democratic candidates for president chiming in every opportunity about climate
5: change? well i'm no pocahontas but i'm a geronimo (laughs) so uh you know we're getting a change but i don't i don't blame this change on anything that we've done in the in the so-called even back to the industrial revolution. I don't blame this on anything that's happened in that. I think it's just changed and it's going to change and it's always changed. It's changed through history. If you would core the, uh, Arctic, you would find layers of different weather. Um, and, uh, if, if you believe in the Bible, uh, hey, how, how did, how did, how did we have a, no uh, how do we have an art how do we have all that how do we have a flood how do we have how, if if you're a scientist how how do how did we have uh mountains that they say were caused caused by the uh ice age retreating to the north pole and south pole how do we have all that and uh because it's just part of nature you know if you look up in the sky at night you're gonna see. Star after star after star. But what's around those stars? Maybe another universe exactly like ours. We don't know what's going on. And we're not supposed to know what's going on. That's left up to to the Lord. And uh I feel like that uh the climate change that we're experiencing right now, I can't see where it's been any worse than when I was younger than they would have those even though I'm sure they don't have the facilities and the air conditioned stuff that we had uh that we have today, but people were dying in droves in Chicago and New York back in the sixties when a heat wave would come through. And nothing nothing has really ever changed, I don't think. And I know I'm if you've been getting some bad stuff, you're probably gonna get some real bad stuff on me not agreeing with uh us causing climate change. Uh huh. I'm not what's that, did, that I'm address not there at
0: Takapola? I don't want to get all this hate mail, so what's your address okay. there?
5: Uh, that would be 000-00 in uh, Takapola, Mississippi. And, uh, or just general delivery, and I'm sure it would come to me.
0: Or call him there at Takapola. The number is BR549. Uh,
5: that's right, and I got that off of Hee Haw. <laughs> and uh, So so I want to... Uh, and, and you'll see a lot of us, you'll see uh granddaddy uh jones or whatever his name was. grandpa I, grandpa I, A, I,
0: I used to hang out with grandpa
5: well see now i knew we'd run into something in this climate change yeah and what did he think about it you know i, I bet he didn't even bring the subject up
0: no but minnie <laughs> pearl did and you know what she said about climate change what'd she say i'm just so proud to be here
5: <laughs> yeah dang the climate change or not huh yeah so You know i'm kind of in the same boat i'm glad it's rocking on like it is now i I heard that uh i think one of our uh one of our uh, representatives from new york uh said that uh miami would be underwater in 10 years and uh she said it again here recently and so uh that's alexander so and so and so and so but yeah. uh, it's got a lot of happens <laughs> in
0: not so. alexander hamilton there no. and you know she might no. be right she may she be right be, but she also way. might be wrong and i don't want to put the fear of the lord into everybody right now if there's no absolute proof we don't know who who are we to second guess as you said the lord jerry we got to wrap up with you climate change talk and all we got to Put it on ice, and we'll have to okay, have you back. Talk. Hey, next week is a special week in Jerry Short's memory, as it Ooh. was on this weekend coming up in 1962, that he became a prisoner of war. And That's if you true. want to go back in your history book, like, what kind of war were we in in 1962? Well, Jerry will tell us all about it in his. They've been the
5: last POW in history, too.
0: Yes, could have been. Never so, never Jerry, we, we're on the edge of our seat waiting for your report on what happened on the last day of September of 1962, and that's going to come on next week's show. Until that time, you have a wonderful week, and we cannot wait to talk to you again.
5: Thank you, sir. Enjoyed it.
0: The Takapola Storyteller. Well, that will conclude our Y'all Show here for this Monday edition. Hey, make sure you tune in on Tuesday. We're going to have all the headlines from across the South. We'll also have our political report. And we'll have our barrister of Bodacious Barbecue, Matt Herman's dropping by for a report. All that and more on the Y'all Show. Thank you for listening to the show that's all about the South.
1: credit products are issued by web Bank.
2: member fdic rates and terms vary based on credit history amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion offer valid for loan products 90 days after today other restrictions apply see website for details how do i feel awesome
3: like a huge weight has been lifted off my shoulders
4: hundreds of thousands of people are discovering the relief of a fixed rate debt consolidation loan through avant i paid off all my credit cards and now i just have one easy monthly
7: payment with avant And I don't have to worry about the rates going up.
4: Avant offers you access to unsecured debt consolidation loans from $2,000 to $35,000. When I saw Avant was
7: accredited by the Better Business
4: Bureau, I knew that was the company for me.
3: Do you know how good it feels to only worry about one monthly payment?
4: Experience the relief of a debt consolidation loan through Avant. Plus, get a free $50 Amazon gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and get this free offer, go to Avant.com and enter code 5252 when applying. Avant.com code 5252. That's Avant.com code 5252.
3: (laughs) This is a cow, a cow whose milk became everyone's favorite cheese at the craft fair. But cheese only lasts so long. The impression a small business makes needs to last much longer. And now Vistaprint is introducing free shipping on all business cards in any quantity. Choose from hundreds of fresh designs tailored to your type of company or upload your own. The choice is yours. The time is now. For limited time only, get free shipping on all business cards in any quantity with promo code 3131. That's promo code 3131 at vistaprint.com. Own the now.